A reading from the book of Revelation. God's temple in heaven was opened, and the Ark of the Covenant could be seen in the temple. A great sign appeared in the sky, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon beneath her feet, and on her head a crown of twelve stars. She was with child and wailed aloud in pain as she labored to give birth. Then another sign appeared in the sky. It was a huge red dragon with seven heads and ten horns, and on its heads were seven diadems. Its tail swept away a third of the stars in the sky and hurled them down to the earth. Then the dragon stood before the woman about to give birth to devour her child when she gave birth. She gave birth to a son, a male child, destined to rule all the nations with an iron rod. Her child was caught up to God and his throne. The woman herself fled into the desert, where she had a place prepared by God. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, Now have salvation and power come, and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his anointed one. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The response is, the queen stands at your right hand arrayed in gold. The queen stands at your right hand arrayed in gold. The queen takes her place at your right hand in the gold of Ophir. The queen stands at your right hand arrayed in gold. Hear, O daughter, and see. Turn your ear. Forget your people and your father's house. The queen stands at your right hand arrayed in gold. So shall the king desire your beauty, for he is your Lord. The queen stands at your right hand, arrayed in gold. They are born with gladness and joy. They enter the palace of the king. The queen stands at your right hand, arrayed in gold. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since death came through man, the resurrection of the dead came also through man. For just as in Adam all die, so too in Christ shall be brought to life, but, but each one in proper order, Christ the first fruits. Then at his coming, those who belong to Christ, then comes the end. When he hands over the kingdom to his God and Father, when he, destroy, when he has destroyed every sovereignty and every authority and power, and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death, for he subjected everything under his feet. The word of the Lord. 
Thanks be to God. Please rise. from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, o Lord. Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women! And blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leapt for joy. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. And Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. And my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked upon his lowly servant. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm and has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Mary remained with her about three months and then return to her home. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, Christ has been raised from the dead. The first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. 
This word from the first reading, uh, the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, puts a very beautiful touch to what we celebrate today. Many over the ages have come to refer to the solemnity of the assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary body and soul into heaven as Easter in August. Easter in August. And this is because we are commemorating what has been held by the Christian community since the 4th and 5th century. That means four to five hundred years after the ascension of Jesus into heaven, believers in Jesus as the Son of God have held that the vessel, the means by which God would come among us in a human nature, was such an amazing reality that God pulled out all the stops. He granted to Mary a singular grace that all of us will receive at the end of time. And that singular grace was that by the t- when she was first conceived, when she came to exist in the womb of her mother, Anne, God preserved her from any stain whatsoever of original sin. We can kind of hear the supernatural, the mystical experiences and the vision in the first reading from the book of Revelation of how all of that was, un- un- was playing out. The dragon representing Satan, God's, the ancient uh, demon of the uh, adversary to God's plan, was crouching, waiting, looking to do bad things to Mary and, of course, the child destined to rule the entire universe with a rod of iron. But God had plans. And so as the demon, as the dragon attempted, God set things in motion where the child would be brought forth and swept away, taken to a safe place, and then the woman would be brought into a safe place prepared for her in the desert. So in that reading of the book of Revelation, we have a sense of how this is presented in vision by John. But what we see happening in today is what we know to be the case. When Jesus himself died and rose from the dead, that Easter Sunday, that first day of the week, that was a commemoration of the reunion of his body with his soul. Forty days following that event, we celebrated Jesus entering back into heaven with the body and with the soul of the divine reality that he is. The second person of the Holy Trinity, the eternal word of God, entered into heaven taking with him the very nature that God established for us to dwell in during this, old, this journey, this pilgrimage, if you will, while we are on the earth. At the conclusion of our journey, we now have the hope of heaven's kingdom. And this hope is culminated and, 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 and confirmed for us in the fact that Mary, a creature just like you and I, created by God, we hear her in her Magnificat as she visits the house of Elizabeth in the Judean hill country, 
Ein Karem is the actual name of the village. She was there and she greets Elizabeth. Elizabeth gives us the second line of the Hail Mary. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to her by the Lord would be fulfilled. And Mary, in giving glory, magnifying God, speaks of her lowliness, recognizing the greatness of God, that she too needed the Savior, for God my Savior. Yes, this reality was realized. And so when we see how St. Paul says, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep, there are two designations of today's feast. In the Eastern Church, they celebrate it as the Dormition of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Dormition coming from the Latin meaning it's to go to sleep. A gentle sleep. Think about when you're up late at night and you're watching something you enjoy, but you're having such a good time, maybe with friends, having a sleepover, whatever, and you're having such a good time, you don't want to go to sleep. But then all of a sudden, it just comes over you, and you just fall asleep. Mary fell into the gentlest sleep anybody could ever experience. And in falling into that sleep, she entered glory. God, Jesus, God, took her up. That's what the term assumption refers to, the taking up. God assumed her up into heaven. And this isn't just unique to Mary. In the Old Testament, Enoch was so righteous, so holy, he walked with God on the earth, and God took him up bodily into heaven. Also, Elijah, the great prophet of the Old Testament, he too did great signs and wonders to confirm the will of God. And he was taken up in the fiery chariot as Elisha, his uh, understudy, watched him go up with amazement, and so it goes. So this isn't something that the church has dreamed up overnight. Let's say something fantastical about the mother of Jesus. We can see in the Old Testament examples of how God was setting the stage for events that would come and have not only temporal but also eternal ramifications, temporal and eternal consequences for every, every single human being created to God's image and likeness. So what might we take with us today as we move forward in our school year and as well as we continue in this liturgical year? Well, first of all, we see Mary as not the way, but as one who shows us how to go on the way. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth. He is the life, but Mary is the vessel, is that one that God has set apart to show us par excellence how to go on the way. And how does she go on the way? We're told she's moving with haste. She's running almost, just with this enthusiasm, excited. Like some of you were so excited to come back to us as school is now in session. But notice, with that haste, what characterized her care for her cousin Elizabeth? Kindness. Divine kindness, which emanates from the gift of love, the Holy Spirit. One of the fruits of the Holy Spirit is kindness. And that word should resonate in our hearts in particular as a school community. 
because kindness is our gospel value this year. So let us together today be resolved, especially as we look to the second part of the liturgy, the liturgy of the Eucharist. Whether you're receiving a blessing or you're actually receiving Jesus, the body, the blood, the soul and divinity of the Lord Jesus, the same Jesus, that same word of God that Mary received by the power of the Holy Spirit, as we receive this reality, we pray that God, in the gift of the Holy Spirit, will infuse into us the same zeal, that same enthusiasm for being, being brought into this plan of God, to be participants in this plan of God, that we now, too, have the privilege of going on the way and expressing and extending kindness to those with whom we encounter is God who is mighty, has indeed done great things for you and for me, so that all who fall asleep in Christ will be raised up from the dead for the glory of God who is among us in the word, in the sacrament, in our gathering, just as we are. God love you.